Time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. And there's nothing like a Crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Check them out at crown.com or call 131 604. No risk, no worries. Okay, Australia, you know him. Can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. Hello, Australia. Welcome to the Big Tuesday edition of Malloy. Hello, David. How are you, Mickey? I'm good to go. Oh. We've got a Choco Block show Unreal. ready for the Big Brown Land today. Mm. World News featuring... Well, it's a feature on tribute bands, cover okay. bands, yes. and their names. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Got a good name? From Fake a cover... that. Love that band. Fake that. Fake that. Well, it was a cover band of Take, Take That. Take that, that's right. Oh, bang. I'm you in. Are... Did you see Fake That? I haven't, but I will. I would go and see Fake <laughs> Me That. Me too. How good would that that's be? That's awesome. You get the idea. Yeah, One, two, yeah, three, right. five, three, later in the show, yep. if you know of a good... Uh... Have a think, give us a ring. Yeah. Hey, what a bunch of stars Who we got? the show today. Titus O'Reilly oh. will be joining us to talk sport and do his wrap-up for the year. In studio. Favourite bits for the year, live in studio. Cannot wait nice. to see the great man himself, Kitty Flanagan. What? Will swing by. Got oh. a new tour with our mate Glennie Robbins and a new book out for Christmas. He's the best. We are going to give away more prizes from my desk. Awesome. Oh, so much to get through, Dave. Let's hook into it right off the top. You bet. Come Off on. we go for a big Tuesday, Malloy. Ordinary. Give away some great prices with that. Oh, did I forget ordinary? Nah, it's coming up later. Ordinary. This is Malloy. Hi, it's O'Reilly coming in studio the second. Our Kitty Flanagan not far away as well. We're getting through some of our favourite people yeah. because come Friday, it is our last show and we're going out in style with a bang. It's going to be a big uh, one. We're checking a hand grenade into the room. <laughs> We're getting on the rooftop, yeah. uh, Mickey's Farewell yes. Rooftop Party, sponsored by Brick Lane, Unreal. featuring music by Paul Kelly. Oh, no. He's like our house band. I can't believe he's we've got him. He's a goddamn him. national treasure. He's, he's bringing the whole band along. It's ca- the kitten caboodle. And I cannot wait. He's going to go bonkers up yeah. on the roof. So what a Amazing. way to go out. All our favourite people, uh, Glenn Robbins, Adam Rosenbachs, Dave O'Neill. Yep. Uh, Ross Noble, oh, all coming wow. along. Uh, Eddie McGuire and Luke Darcy. Oh, Eddie's going to be there. here. That's awesome. A couple of special guests. Which Interesting. I probably shouldn't mention what? right now. What are you looking? What? Uh, no, it's just. What do you mean? Something. <laughs> what? Who is it? It's all in the running order. Oh, oh no, who is you, it? Don't you worry about that. <laughs> don't ask Whitney. She doesn't know. No who one knows. Is it? Anything could happen, Dave. It's going to be oh, a load oh, of fun. I oh. cannot wait. And can I tell you something? What's that? You know you've been pestering me about not being on the poster. I, mate, that's not my campaign. You that's do. never well, been. Why, why, why? Craig no. no. way into four segments now, <laughs> including audio nary. No, it's been four years on the show. I've never got any sort of you know recognition with any sort of Dave, merch. Yeah, yes. I have a new poster and you are on it. And I'll show oh, I'll unveil it to you. My God. I'll unveil it to you. What on the last show. On the last show. <laughs> And you can take it away Last with show, you. Here's your poster. But See it's ya. like you and me, the team, oh, together. That's adorable. You're going to love you, it. Mate. Thank you're you. Really, that's really, you're really, really going to be you. blown away. Well, the fact that you've thought of it and we're getting it happening, so that'd be a collector's item. That's World not my news, own Mickey Dave. coin. World right. news. Here we go. Okay, we're in India, Ooh. and uh, some bloke 
has built his wife a replica of the iconic Taj Mahal. Oh, my God. Uh, for his wife of 27 years, and they're living in it. That's huge. So it was originally the Taj Mahal, Dave. It was a love That's letter right, from was, uh, a man to his wife, I yeah. think a prince to a princess. Right. And now this bloke's gone and done it. Now, he'll be in the good books. That said, it's a scaled-down replica. Oh, so it's not the same size. It looks like a double-fronted Victorian, but it's still... <laughs> He's kind of does, still it? ruining still? it for all of us. I hate these guys. Yeah. If, if you've got the money, don't mm. go and build nah. a giant love Make letter to your bad. wife because it makes us all we look, like dicks. look bad. You take yeah. your wife to Indian for I her do. 25th anniversary. That's right. She might, some might get a samosa. Yeah, that's it. Um, Papa Dams. Yeah, Mango Lassie. Maybe possibly. Mango Lassie. Oh, yeah, Rogan Josh too. Yeah. She's nothing. Easy. Long. Not for 25. <laughs> And then here's this bloke going oh, and ruining it for everyone with a scaled-down version of the Taj Mahal. I might get a scaled-down version of the Playboy Mansion. There you go, with your own little grotto. Little tiny little grotto. <laughs> <laughs> Just enough room for me. You and your little It's a bad name hat. for it, isn't it, the grotto? Grotto sounds doesn't terrible, sound doesn't it? Great. Yeah. Especially I could see you having your own sort of Playboy. It has the consistency of... <laughs> <laughs> sweet corn yeah. soup. Chicken oh, and sweet corn soup. Don't hop in there. You'd jump in that and no. you're in peril, Oof. wouldn't you? Nasty, clear. Is he's not with us anymore. He's, he's, he's gone, isn't he? Long gone. I think he was gone for the last 20 years of his <laughs> life. It's <laughs> okay. a weekend of birdie style. Every time he made love, oxygen mask dropped <laughs> from the ceiling. Seriously. What a life, though. Hugh Hefner, huh? He went okay, Dave. I right? could see you heading in that direction. I really could. You could have your own little harem. I love a harem. Is it you still allowed to have one? Well, you're the relationship you're guru a, with your hair. I've stuck my own cult. There you I've go. said that before. Yeah, it'd be like the Orm sect where all my followers <laughs> have to drink my dirty bath water. I just, I just sit in the bath with a ladle Would and just ladle it out, oh. like the bubbling hot springs Shedding of Rotorua. Skin and little bits of hair and pubes. Nah, not impressed. I beg your pardon. <laughs> That's what it would be. You're in the I mean, bath. Hey, Dave. I think I had it covered before <laughs> you went. Super, oh, I've crossed super, the line. Super graphic on us. I've crossed the line. Yeah. What's wrong with you? No, well, you're just sort of painting a picture of you in a bath with a ladle on it. Come on. <laughs> and I'm the bad guy. Man, I've been there so long, I'd be wrinkling up. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yep. Shivering. Hey, let's go to Canada. Uh, Canada is, uh, is tapping into its strategic reserves to deal with a massive shortage of maple syrup. Let's have a listen. Canada produces 70% of the world's maple syrup and it doesn't have enough of it because of small yield last year and rising demand. Syrup producers have decided to release half of its strategic maple reserves or a stockpile of some 50 million pounds of maple syrup. Which is what Matt Preston orders for his pancakes. (laughs) Hey, so, I call bullshit on this. Uh, can I tell you why? Why? Because I've watched a documentary on Canada mm. and they st- have strategically stockpile this stuff to keep the price oh, so of they... maple syrup oh. up. So I've seen the warehouses, mate. They have right. got acres and it's like OPEC. No kidding. They have, they're the OPEC of right. maple syrup. So they're manipulating the market. They are manipulating oh, the market. Canada. And if they've had a small yield, oh, oh. gee, I don't think they're going to go short yeah. given the reserves I have seen. That's unreal. Unbelievable. So how do they – I've never quite understood how they get the maple out. So they drill a giant hole into the – What do you, what do you I, want I just, a lesson in how to collect well, the maple the syrup? you've watched the documentaries. I thought you could share how they get the maple syrup It's out. just a tree right. and you just tap into it and okay. you hammer it and then you – and then you like soften them. Do you? Put the tube like a funnel in. And put it in the maple tree. Righto. And of course, because you've got to blow really hard because it's highly viscous. 
Is it? Highly viscous, so you, you need the Louis Armstrong okay. cheeks and you get there with the... <laughs> and so does it keep regenerating the syrup? pass out. Right, okay. Oh, what do you mean it doesn't well, regenerate? See, so what do you think it is? Just a syrup factory? <laughs> you just drain it and then what? It just keeps and, coming well, back. Well, if you get it right, okay. I can't go into it here. Right, okay. Oh, not the time. Hey, we need to take a break. All I'm right. getting yelled at okay, through, we'll take a through break. the glass. So yep. when we come back, we're going to talk about... Cover bands. Cover bands it's and their more. names. Get involved. One triple three five three. Driving you home, this is Malloy. Kitty Flanagan coming up really soon, and then Titus O'Reilly in the second hour. You're listening to Malloy here on Triple M. That's how you get the maple syrup, Dave, mm. from the tree. So it's like a... Oh. Sounds like a, you get like a drill no, or... I'm sick of explaining it. Why don't I get my mate Dave oh. on the line, Hello. who Hello, is Dave. Canadian, oh, to explain... How are you, Dave? Hey, good, guys. How you guys doing? Yeah, good. The, the guys, I can't dumb it down anymore for <laughs> these guys. Know. If you could explain how maple syrup is extracted from the maple tree, please. Well, nowadays they use hoses, but it's just basically in the springtime when the trees thaw, they, the sap runs out of the trees and then runs to the sugar shacks, and that's where they all then boil it down. So when they boil the sap down, so... 10 gallons of sap will make one gallon of uh, maple syrup. That's mm. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, did you say that the sap removes itself from the tree and runs down the tree? Sugar sap. Yeah, the- well, you, in the old days, they used to have the buckets on the base of the trees, and they go yeah. grab the buckets. But nowadays, they uh, they use all plastic hosing, so they run it down. That's use like irrigated. Yeah, so they have plastic hoses in all the trees and they use the gravity to run it That's down. what I said, to siphon it out. Like a, yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah. Uh, Duke so, me and Duke Dave. A case of Brick Lane on its way for you there, Dave. How uh, about that? Thanks, thanks, thanks Dave. Thanks, Dave. And you, hey, Dave, you love the maple. You put it on your flag. You happy with that? <laughs> Whatever, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever cranks your breath. Well, I don't mind the maple leaf. I would have preferred some moose antlers. <laughs> when I think of Canada, I think of the moose. I mean, not Mountie. The, not the maple leaf. Yeah. Or the Mountie. That's it. Did that ever come up? Maple no. on bacon. <laughs> yeah, you go. Maple, maple on oh, bacon. Man. You had me at a low. <laughs> Good nice. on you, Dave. Well on, Dave. Okay, now it's time. Uh, welcome to the studio, Matt Dow. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, from the Pots and Pans. We, yeah. we love him. He does all our producing, post-producing. We love you. Sizzletown. You've got some good, Sizzletown, of course. Yeah, and you've finale. got some big finale win. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Oh, we'll feature it on Thursday's mm, show. Thank you. But thank you. Wait till you see what maddie has been up to for the final Program. I've seen you pop your head in a few times and walk out with a big grin. Some great stuff. Can't uh, wait to hear homage it. to the show, awesome. uh, not just this year, but with Kennedy Malloy, oh, of course, and so much other stuff. We've been finding some bits some and pieces. Bits. Friday is going to be a river. Yeah, huge. Make no mistake. But I thought of you when I thought of this uh, this story, mm. uh, Maddie. Uh, an Oasis cover band uh, were trapped for three days in a pub with 50 punters. <laughs> so they got snowed in. Yeah, so big storm. In, in a wintry storm, mm. three days in a pub with a tribute band. Is it too long? Definitely, maybe. <laughs> uh, oh, very well 50, done. 50 drinkers stranded in a 17th century pub. Three nights. How many times can you do Wonderwall? Yeah. How <laughs> many times mm. can the van- Wonderwall do oh, Wonderwall yay. again? Which is a drinking Anthem, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Is it ever? Anyway, the, can you guess the name of the band? Do you? Now you're good at this, yes, and you, I know you write know, in your know some stuff about. Beat me to it with definitely maybe. I think there's one of those. There's a definitely. There's a shaker faker in Melbourne. Oh right on. Oasis. This band is called No Oasis. <laughs> no Oasis. <laughs> no Oasis. 
which we think is pretty good. Now, good. you go and see a lot of live music, Manny, mm-hmm. and we're, let's, we're talking about one triple three five three great names for tribute stroke cover yeah. bands. Uh, what have you come across? Yeah, I've encountered time? a few. I stumbled across Inhalen one evening. <laughs> Inhalen? Yeah. Did you go and see Inhalen? No, just it was by complete accident. They were uh, supported by Poison Us. <laughs> uh, it was a big night. And uh, Def Replica, we just missed those guys. Def Replica. Yeah. That would have been, if they had a one-armed drummer, I would lose my <laughs> mind. I think I they think, have a drummer. I think, no, no, I think yeah, they do. He's actually one-armed band. or just puts one nah, behind his back? One behind the arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to technical. If yeah. they wanted to get really serious, though, he would get that amputated. <laughs> <laughs> they really wanted serious, to show some yeah. commitment. That's great. Yeah. Dave's on the line. Dave, uh, you've got a name of a tribute band that you saw Recently? Yeah, this guy's huge around the local bowling club, mate. It's Big Shot. It's the Billy Joel tribute oh, band. Uh, when are they You've playing got next? Got to get him on Friday. Big Shot. Sure. No wonder he's big around the bowling clubs. That'd be right because it's Dave's <laughs> age. You could have got him for my 50th birthday, but that's right. We couldn't even get an impersonator, could we? For my... <laughs> we, asked the, we asked originally Billy Joel to send you a message. Yeah. He refused. <laughs> refuse. And then we rang a Billy Joel <laughs> impersonator and he went, yeah, wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Yeah. Duke him, Dave. I got you a case of Brick Lane draft, Dave, so uh, it's on its way for you, buddy. Gaia. Hi, Gaia. How are you? I'm very well. Long-time listener, huge fan of you. Oh, you're, you're a Melbourne icon of comedy. You're amazing. Thank you. You're very kind. I'm Duke her. I don't <laughs> even care what she says. She's Duke her, Dave. Case of Brick Lane draft. Now, yeah. what's the tribute band that you've come across? Well, they're called Let's Zepp. So it's a Led Zeppelin cover band. Yeah. Uh, they're from England, um, and they've been given the thumbs up by Robert Plant, the oh. singer of Led Zeppelin. And what are they called? Uh, Let's Zepp. Let's 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 Zepp. And they're playing in Melbourne in March next year at, at Max Watts in the city. Yeah. We cannot wait. Uh, oh, no, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Huge. We're going to take some more calls. One, two, three, five, three. Cover band, got one, got a name for us. Give us a ring, one triple three five three. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. Imagine that though, been snowed in for three days. With an Oasis <laughs> cover band, band called No Oasis, yep. 50 drinkers in a remote 17th century pub. Snowed in. That's not bad. If you're going to be snowed in, yeah, it would right. be better that. Though. Would, wouldn't it? You yeah, know, stuck some stuck at home and can't yeah, get out. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, could all have a go. Yeah, I could do all my karaoke songs. You could indeed. Uh, but we, we're we laughing at No Oasis, and it <laughs> reminds us of all the tribute bands we've seen. Yeah, and so many. And we, we love the names that it's they fun. get up to. Brad's on the line. Brad, who do you see? Mate, I saw a group called Meatballs. And they covered Meatloaf. Meatloaf, yeah, ah, right on. brilliant. Do you know how many times have you seen them? Oh, I reckon at least five or six times. Do you know what? There's, I reckon there's a chance they could be better than the original. I mean, are they better than this? <laughs> he was having a shocker that day. He was. He had a shocker. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Brad. Thanks for the call. Nice Matt's one, on the line. Matt. Yes. Yes. Band hey, tribute band. Hey, you saw. Yeah, it was in about '92, I reckon. Essendon Airport. Mm-hmm. Hans Valen. Hans <laughs> That's Valen. Pretty good. Hans I don't mind that. What yeah. were they like? Yeah, they were great. Who was and, in and it? The the guitarist was Jack Jones, who uh, oh, was in yeah. the Sons, and he played for John. John, John Hans, Hans, of course. So. 
Yeah, really, really good tribute band. They're great. Well, they've uh, bitten off uh, a lot to chew there, mm. but uh, right. hands yeah. valing. Like I'm like it. Dugan, yeah. Dave. Got a case of Brick Lane draft Cheers. for you, Matt. Ga- on you, Gavin's on the line. Gavin, uh, who was the tribute band? Uh, they're called Les, Les Zeppelin, as in L-A-Z Zeppelin. Like lesbian. Yes, a, I think I know this. All-female band. All-female band called Les Zeppelin. I would lie yes. mine. So apparently they're very good. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard them referred to yeah, right. around, around the track. Is ACDC as well? Like They're very popular Man, as well. I'd yeah. love to go and see ACDC. Oh, right. They'd rock out. Yeah. Like our own Jane Kennedy, who performed with ACDC and the ukulele on yeah. this very program. She was in a band herself, wasn't she? Uh, was it a James Taylor tribute oh, band from memory? I'm trying to think, James. I can't remember. What was it what was called? The, what was the name strings, of it? something, no strings attached. I can't remember. But was it no strings it attached? Highly strung. Highly strung. Good on you, She'll be there Friday. No way. Yeah, she's coming oh, along. Coming. Of course she is. She's going to come along. and Awesome. I can't wait to see her. To remind herself why she left. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, well done, Gavin. Now Nathan's on the line. Uh, tribute band, please. Uh, is that up to me, sorry, Mick? I didn't hear you say Nate. Hello? Nathan, you're Nathan. on air. Yes, Mick and Dave. Thanks for the memories, boys. I'm going to miss you guys. Good on Good you, mate. Um, Thank you. When I was floating around Europe, I saw a little chubby bloke floating around called Blobby Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Blobby Williams? Yeah. What did, what, did, what did he sing? Like Robbie Williams songs? I didn't make the show because it was, it was at like RSL sort of resorts. It was all older people, so we thought we'd give it a miss, but his posters look pretty funny. It's yeah. little chubby Danny DeVito looking dude. Pick him, Dave. <laughs> I love it. Uh, case of Brick Lane draft for you, Nate. Thanks, buddy. Brick Lane is, of course, sponsoring oh, the big upstairs rooftop farewell party. Uh, we'll all be knee deep in Brick Lane. It's it the best is in the such a great Make no mistake. Yeah. Hey, Trent is on the line. Trent, what was the name of the cover band, please? Yeah, there, guys. It was a uh, Blink-182 cover band, Pink-18 Stink. Are you allowed to do that? I don't think I can do that. (laughs) But Trent, thanks for the call. Brad's on the line. Brad, uh, what have you got, buddy? Mate, uh, we're actually seeing Credence Clearwater Recycled. Oh, Oh, that wins. Brad, that's unreal. Duke him, Dave. Case of Brick Lane Drive coming your way, Brad. Good call, mate. Credence Clearwater Recycled. You'd go and see that. And it's sending a powerful message. Indeed it is. Well done. Hey, when we come back, we're going to give away... Some books stuff from your desk, from my desk, and yes. other stuff as well. We're so, clearing out mixed desk. If you want to get involved, or you want to win something, all you got to do is ring one triple three five three right now. Yeah, we'll do it right baby. after this, Malloy Triple M. Get with the program, toots. This is Malloy. There's another memory for you, Mick. The Offspring playing on the balcony uh, yeah, here right. at the M's, and they got booted out because they're having a ciggy, having and a the office manager says it's a no-smoking zone, so Rock and Roll Radio Station <laughs> boots them out. The death of Triple M. <laughs> it was a day, wasn't it? That the one? Offspring oh. told off for smoking on our balcony. Yep. It's not yeah, the old yeah. days. It was that's compulsory. Right. Oh, that's it. Light them up. When I started at Triple M, you could smoke in the studio. Is that right? I could do half a packet of Winfield Blues and eight donuts before <laughs> nine o'clock. Imagine walking in, though, just this, this sea of haze of smoke. Ah, that was the good old Oh, days, yeah. I, I watched that uh, Beatles documentary on the weekend, and you talk about cigarette smoking. That's all they did when they were recording those albums. What did you make of it? Brilliant. Absolutely really? loved every moment of it. I wanted more. And I watched about seven hours worth of footage. It's just Peter Jackson's done a great job. Any fan will love it. Too much Yoko. She's in there. Yeah, yeah. She's she's in there. But you know, it's it's all. It's the footage is amazing. The quality is incredible. Like it's just like it was made yesterday. It's just any bombshells. 
No real bombshells. No, I don't think. Few outtakes. Plenty of outtakes. Lots of that. Lots of uh, just watching them construct songs together. They like like each other or not? Of course, they they loved each other. They did. How was John and Paul getting on? They were great. Oh, they had their moments. George left the band there for a bit and they had to go to his place and get him to come back and finish off the record. So George's, that's what it looked yeah, like. He was the squeaky was, wheel. He, well, there was towards the end of their career. What was, was his beef? <laughs> he was trying to get some songs away. Paul had his ideas of songs as well. You know how it is in a band. You need a leader. You know what they I missed? I thought George would get his too many songs in with that. It, it, it is Lennon McCartney. Yeah, but he he comes the sun. That's one of his all time favourite classics. You know, and uh, George uh, wrote some brilliant get, songs. Did he get that on Let It Be? No, that was earlier. That was a previous so, record as well. You know, you've had a good run. Yeah. Go and make life of Brian. Yeah, that's which it. Which is what he did. He which did will indeed. be his great legacy. Yeah, uh, and I think today might be the anniversary. Twenty years since the passing of George as well. So, surely. All right. Hey, it's time to give away some stuff from my oh, desk. What do you reckon? We've yeah. got to clear it out. We've got three days to go. <laughs> There's a bit of stuff to get through. Susie's yeah. on the line. How are you, Susie? I'm good, thanks, Nick. How are you? Yeah, good. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, just going to bunker down and watch the race on TV. Ah, in you're, you're a Bathurst girl. Do you want to watch it together? I love Bathurst. We'll get on oh, the couch. You know, and... I'd love to watch TV with you, Mickey. Mm. Ah, here we go. <laughs> we'll get some coldies and uh, we'll put our feet up and go for it. Hey, you've got a prize from my desk. What is it, Dave? Susie from Bathurst, congratulations to you. You've got a captain's hat. That was once worn oh. by Mick Malloy. This is a proper captain's Hello, from Sailor. a boat, from a yacht, a Captain Steubing love boat <laughs> style cap. It's got a nautical vibe. Oh, Susie. And you Fantastic. will be looking great. Sitting on the couch watching the race in your sailor's hat. Absolutely. Can you send me a photo of you in the hat, please, Susie? Will do, will do. I'll send you a picture of me sitting next to my... Eat your peas CD from like 20 years ago. Oh, you are adorable. <laughs> Good on you, Susie. Love it. All right, thanks for the call. Let's go to Chris. Chris, uh, where do you work, mate? I work at uh, Robson Civil Projects in New South Wales. Good on you. I understand you've started your Christmas shopping, but you haven't done it all. Yeah, look, I'm struggling, mate. I'm struggling. Well, we're going to help you out because I'm going to re-gift here and tell him what he's got, Dave. Ben Elton, Identity Crisis. It's a book that's on its way. You only saw him on the weekend, I saw him on the weekend. It was unbelievable, and that book is great. It's in Pristine. Has he signed it? I'm about to look. (laughs) He signed the book! He signed it. It is to me, but it doesn't matter. I'll sign it too, and off you go. Ben Elton, that's unreal. How good is that, mate? Wow, you've got to sign Ben Elton book. All All right, well done, Chris. Let's go to Kerry now. How are you, Kerry? Hey there, guys. Uh, where are you with your Christmas shopping? Where, where are you at? Yeah. Uh, zero. I have nothing, but mm-hmm. hopefully um, this will be my hubby's Christmas present because he's a huge fan. A huge fan. Got your hubby. I'll tell her what she's got, Dave. Nice prize, Kerry. You've got yourself a hot dog costume that was worn as part of my 50th birthday celebrations, the New York theme, a giant hot dog costume what do you mean? for Kerry. Right. That, that'll be great for New Year's and, Eve. I love it. Give her a book as well, Dave. On Come top on. of that, you've got a book called Senior Moments. It's the complete guide on how to be a senior by Angus Fitzsimmons. Oh, great. Now, I went and saw that live show and it was bloody good. Oh, yeah? And that book will be unbelievable. We tried to get them on at one stage, but we, we just kept missing Unreal. each other. That's so cool. there you go. I like it. Uh, I think let's do one more, yeah, Dave. On? Come on. Let's go to Darren. Hey, Darren. Hi, Darren. Hey, Mick. Boys, how are we? Yeah, right. good. Great work as usual. Ah, uh, well, mate, we can help you out in the Christmas shopping department, yeah? 
Oh, yes. Yes, please. All right, let's tell Darren what he's won. Darren, you've got yourself a copy of Michelle Laurie's book, CSI Told You Lies, giving victims a voice through forensics. Uh, she was a special guest on the show. Let me just... Uh, it's been signed by Michelle Laurie as well. Hey, You've Michelle. also got a signed one. Oh, no, it's you nice. know what I'm really... going to do? I'm going to throw that? in something special. It's Gina by Gina Liano. Oh, stop 100 it. mil. The missus is going to love you, Darren, when you go oh. walk around. Oh, when mate. You, when you, this comes out on yes. Christmas Day, uh, you'll be straight Smell to the boudoir. Yeah, indeed. For, uh, Lovely. Some... Thanks, boys. Appreciate that. Yeah, really wanted the hot dog costume, but... Oh, well, Sadly, uh, uh, hang, on. hang on, is oh. there not another costume? Well, there's a hamburger costume, <laughs> and that's what you want. Oh. From my 50th birthday celebration as well. Well done to you, uh, Darren. There nice prize. Hey, here's the thing, Mickey. There's a couple of Mick coins left over. I think tomorrow... Tomorrow we'll give away some Mick coins. Very exclusive. Wow. Kitty Flanagan next. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. All around Australia on Triple M and streaming on the Listener app as well. It is Malloy with Mick Malloy and our next guest, friend of the show. She's been one of our favourite guests uh, over a long time. Agreed. She always brings it. Baby, oh man, uh, and I tell you what, she's got a tour up with our good friend Glenn Robbins, yes. which we'll get to in just a moment. A new book out, yes. which is Kitty Flanagan More Rules for Life. Welcome aboard, please, oh, Kitty. Kitty Flanagan. Thank you very How much, mate. Nice to be here in your final week. Well, it is my final, and do you want to know why it's my final week? I do. Do you want to know the moment? And I do, I said, you know what, maybe you've done everything there is to do on radio, <laughs> maybe it's time. <laughs> To get out. It was cemented in my mind during this moment, during your last appearance on our show, where for some reason you burst into, do you hear what I hear? Kitty? Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy. Oh, my God. If you're tuning in just now, the show is off the rails. Jay has left. Yeah. And look what we've become. Rudderless. We're doing mass for you. We are doing mass for you at home. Jane had just left. I went, you know what? I'm done here. I think I think we've explored everything there is to do on radio. I killed it. <laughs> I killed the show. Well you, done, me. You took it out and whacked it's it. It's not the first time, can I say. <laughs> I have killed several shows before. Well, that was the last appearance on your show, and I'm glad you're back mm. for one more. And I particularly want to bring your book to people's attention. Kitty Flanagan, More Rules for Life. Uh, this was my stocking stuffer last year. I sent it to <laughs> all my friends who everyone got back Such to me. Such a good book. But I went down to my bookshop and found a couple that you'd actually signed. <laughs> uh, I think you must have done an in-store appearance right. and bang, I was on the good books. Oh, well done. I took the liberty of personalising it a bit <laughs> with my own. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stick it up your ass, and then it just goes, you Kitty, know, Flanagan. Kitty Flanagan. Well, I'll tell you what, if you can find one that's unsigned, that is worth <laughs> a fortune because I have been going around in the bookshops signing everything, not just my books either, everybody's. So <laughs> this is a follow-up to the extremely, the the breakout, such a good 488 book. Rules yeah. for Life. What do you bring to the table in this one? Mm. Well, some that I thought might help you, Mick, because uh, obviously with you leaving Triple M, I figured you're going into retirement. Sure. You're not moving on. You're just moving out. <laughs> moving, moving out. Got you're, no real you're plan. You're forgetting yeah. it. That's it. So I thought, I don't want you turning into, you know, some kind of retiree baby boomer like my parents. So right. I thought I should slip some of those rules by you. Okay. Like, remember, uh, no, no men on ladders over the age of 55. 
It's still my favourite story ever on a current affair. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Danger is ever present. <laughs> and uh, they were. Have you got it? Yeah, have a listen. Summer is the peak period for domestic ladder falls, as typically older men prepare the house for the festive season. Doctors are urging all to wear helmets when working from heights. <laughs> Anti-slip devices can also help. A second pair of hands is always advised. So, so, and then they cut to picture of a guy standing on the fourth rung of a ladder. <laughs> Wearing a bicycle <laughs> helmet. And I went, you know yeah. what? Unless you're Molly Meldrum, have a crack on the ladder. I was going to say, gee, and you're retiring. I reckon that guy could wind it up on a current affair. I think he's done. He's, he's done. reached the limit, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, I'm writing this down, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yep, sure. Okay. okay. Well, I've got a few others for you. Oh, I don't want you tempted to get on Ancestry.com. We don't know. <laughs> we don't need to know where you came from. We don't need to know where all the Malloys in history are from. And if you do get on Ancestry.com, yes, yeah. Keep it to yourself, don't you? <laughs> right? You can go and do all the research you like, but we don't need to hear about it. And I think something else you might need to just keep in mm. mind is um, just from now on, start every story with stop me if I've told you this already. <laughs> That's always a good one for the old people. I have to say that is becoming a bit of a catchphrase of mine as I write that one down. There you go. That's just a sample of the kind of things oh, yeah. you'll get from this book. Have you got a talking book version? It is out now. I'm recording the talking book in uh, in a couple of weeks, but, yeah, it's out now, and I've very cleverly kept it at $9.95. That's under $10 for Secret Santa. Oh. Not going to be that much of a secret if, uh, <laughs> if you get a square in your stocking. It won't. Book. And I hope it's on sale mm. in the foyer for your forthcoming tour with Glenn Robbins. Yeah. In conversation, we like to keep the expectation low. So just <laughs> if you imagine... It's just two people on chairs talking, then the only way is up. Now, so. have you toured with Glenn Robbins before? Because I have. Yeah, <laughs> I can give you some helpful oh, information yeah. here. Please do. I saw him get in, into a blazing argument that became physical with Jeff Stilson over the fifth tea bag backstage. Okay. There were five tea bags. He'd used two during the show. Jeff had used two during the show. I'm doing the closing spot. Yeah. I'm thinking, great, we'll go down to the pub, we'll go to the strip. Yeah. Well, this will be fun. And there's two guys having a stand-up argument about a tea bag. I went, I'm on the wrong tour here. <laughs> well, he's really changed because I tell you what's on his rider this year. Yeah. Yes. A lemon drink. Oh, Glenn. And chocolate, but specifically Dark chocolate. Glenn likes chocolate that's so dark, it's basically just like a sugarless plastic block. <laughs> he requested 91% dark chocolate. <laughs> but on Sundays, wow. Sam Pang is yeah. filling in for Glenn Robbins on oh, Sunday show. Now, by. he's even worse. What's really? He Madam Pang and his demands, he wanted chicken sandwiches. So last Sunday we got him chicken schnitzel sandwiches. Not good enough. He wants chicken, mayonnaise and the crust cut off, like finger oh, sandwiches. My God. And a lazy Susan so they can all come around on the right. You know what he does at Front Bar? So we order dinner at Front Bar. We mm. all go in and we eat it. I swear this is true. He orders two mains. He eats one and puts one in his bag and takes it Are home. Are you kidding? I swear to you that is the truth. And last wow. week he, he had to cough it up because uh, Esri and Botham was hungry. <laughs> And everyone went, Sam. That's and he had to go and get it out of his bag. 
I know. Oh, that's a real actor's trick. Actors always do that with the catering at lunchtime. They, like, get some for themselves and then they take <laughs> some home for dinner. It's really tragic. You'd think on his rates oh, he course. wouldn't have to do that. Make sure Glenn doesn't nod off mid-show. He no. does that occasionally. <laughs> just we are doing an early show so that he can get home to bed in time. <laughs> It'll be great. You'll be great. I can honestly say two of the funniest oh, people going around in around Australia. Where, what's the dates, Dave? How do we 26th get... 26th of November, so happening now up until the 12th of December at the Malthouse Theatre in Melbourne. For our Melbourne listeners and kittyflanagan.com, go to the website and, of course, the book is out now, which is uh, More Rules for Life, Stocking Stuffer. So, yeah, brilliant. I don't know how you did it, but I've just received my copy and it's signed. Well done, <laughs> Kitty. Oh. Happy retirement, Mick. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in touch. Yes, Kitty Flanagan, it's Malloy on Triple M. For the drive home, this Titus O'Reilly coming up in a few minutes in studio. It's been a while since we've had him here in the flash. It's going to be fantastic. A big second hour coming right up, Mm. uh, including Audio Neri, which is uh, your segment. Yes? No, mine's Ordinary. Is it? Is that right, Pam? It's Ordinary. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a review, doesn't it? Sounds like she's saying your segment's ordinary. Well, that's the idea. That was what I was saying at the start. So it's you're promoting to be a play it as being words. ordinary. Yeah, because that's funny. Whoa, it's a reverend. Whoa, whoa, It's a reverend. <laughs> you're, tell- you're telling me what's funny. No, yeah. I, well, I would say, do you think it's good or not? I would have gone with ordinary, but let's have a go. You've All had right. a crack. You've built a. Time to play ordinary. Thanks, Maddie. But anyway, there you go. <laughs> okay, now what, what are we doing? Uh, Tell me how it works. Well, okay, so it's I, a very popular segment. It is way. like audio clues to figure out I've either got a band or I've got a song and you kind of work out what the band or song is just through the audio clues that I play. All right, which one shall I go? What do you want to go? Well, you want to go? A, you want to go a band? I'll or, go a band today. Or I go a band. Okay, well, here comes your clue. See if you can work out what the band is with these clues. This is a wall of noise. Do that again, please. I have another listen. It's a band. Sex Pistols. Sex Pistols. Well, a pistol. There was a gun there. I don't think it was a gun. Do it again. Do it again. More like an explosion at the start. You know, like a... Sex Pistols? No, it's not the Sex Pistols, man. Give me me another gun. Is that a gun? What's the thing at the start? It's like uh, an explosion. It's an explosion, like a boom, you know, like an explosion. Oh, oh, give it to me again. Boom, crash, opera. You got it! (laughs) (laughs) Boom, crash, opera. That's right. So that's how it works. And if you get it right, if you call up 13353, now you've got nothing. That'd be a good prize knowing this segment. (laughs) Awards all the good ones. Uh, $200 worth of streetwear from neverlandstore.com.au. We've got a brand new clue to play for you right after this. Driving you home. This is Malloy. To gather back around your wireless people, here comes the big second hour of Malloy. It's going to be a crack of people. Titus O'Reilly yeah. warming up, ready to get stuck into it. He's going to walk us through some of his favourite stories Good. for the year. And he's got a, a couple of late-breaking uh, news stories to cover. He's on the front bar cricket edition, by the way. He is indeed. Week, this yeah. Thursday with Rod Marsh. Oh, I yes, uh, hang about. Awesome. That is going to be one for the ages. Yeah. We'll take your calls, we'll take your tweets, but let's start with a bit of this. Time to play. Ordinary. 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 Ordinary.
Ordinary. That's it. Some people are calling it Audio Nary. Some people. Because it feels I mean, one right. Is. But Ordinary. It's like Pictionary, but Audio. Ordinary. Pictionary. Piction. Yeah, right. Picture. Audio. Ordinary. Yep. See, you don't. It's, it's a. Oh, I'm not going to explain. No one. It's just no. Three to go. Audio. Three to go. Audio. Nary. Well, do you want to rename the whole thing? No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm just. I'm pitching these ideas to you. And I would do hope I you would it? take some. Do you board. want me to change it tomorrow? No, call it what no, you I want just to call like it. Contradicting you, right? <laughs> you do it very well. Oh, because right. I own it, you know that. How can you own it? Well, I came I, up with the idea, yeah, and I produced it. So, what do you uh, mean you produced, I produced it? Produced it, and I put it out there. I'm the one that's cutting up all the clues. Oh, what are no. you two? You know what you are. What? You literally, you're a minion. <laughs> So let's get. I'm going to be on the poster. Let me get out the white. Dave, you're on the poster. You said to me on Friday for the last show. I'm going to be on the poster. I can't wait. I know you've been agitating for this for so long. I haven't. I just think it's kind of a nice nod. A nice nod. And I tell you what, for the last show, I've done a poster. I appreciate it. And you're on it. And we'll unveil it. Can't wait to see it. We'll unveil it. Yeah. And I think you're going to really, really like it. Have we got the artwork in? The artwork's in. What are you doing? Nothing. Oh. Dave, I made you a promise. Righto. Look, I've given you four segments. Four? And, what, oh, what are you talking about? Mate. I do this and I do Dave's Corner. Dave's Corner. Keep you, you on the air. Yeah, you, you keep all the prizes for your own segments. Yeah, you, you took Jay's segment. I did not yeah, take did it. Take he left. It. I stole it and then I bloody killed Look, it. We need to get into this. Righto. Um, uh, let's get Paul up. Hi, Paul. Paul. How are you? I'm very well. Welcome to, what's it called? Ordinary. Okay. And... I like the name. I think it works. Good on oh. you, Paul. Or a standby, mate. You might get a prize here. Um, uh, so it's a... what, what do you like more, ordinary or audionary? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I think audionary. <laughs> yes. Well done. All right, Paul. All right. Well, here comes your clue. Anyway, it's a band we're after here. So have a think about this. It's a band. Have a listen. Oh, Mrs. Brady. All right, there it is. Do you want to hear it again? Oh, yeah, I'll hear it again. It's always again. hard being first up. I oh, know. Oh, Mrs. Brady. All right, oh, there it is. It's a band. Oh, it's giving me nothing. No, okay. All right. Can well, I have a go? I've no, got no, you have a Shake. go. Oh. Can I no, say? Can I hear it one more time? Oh, all right, mate. Here it comes. Oh, Mrs. Brady. Mm. Oh, you give me a harder one. Last one. Ganga Jang. Ganga Jang? It's not Ganga Jang. I love that guess, though. That's not bad. No, it's not right. Hey, case of Brick Lane for Paul, though, for trying. Thanks uh, for calling. Uh, Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Yeah. Have a go, Sharon. What are you thinking? <laughs> oh, God, I can't even. Uh, let's have a listen Can again. you play it again? Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Brady. So who's the person? Who's saying, oh, Mrs. Brady? Do you know who that, that is? Was- Mm, that would have to be Alice. So I'm going to say Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains! <laughs> Absolutely right, Sharon. Alice in, <laughs> Alice in a little jar. Little no. tinkle, little, Alice in a tinkle jar. That's the Alice chains. Is that a chain? There's chains the at chains. the start, and then there's Alice, and then there's more You've chains. Been off, anyway. Alice in chains. Hey, congratulations. A Neverland, uh, Neverland store voucher is yours. Worth $200, awesome. uh, Sharon. Thank you. We've got Thank time you. for one more. You'll have to get it off quickly, All right. Dave. I, Let's I've, do that. You might get picked off. Who's there? G'day, Sam. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Dave. Here comes the Dave. clue. It is a song. Tell him he's dreaming. All right. 
Dream Lover. Me dream. Not Dream Lover. No, oh, I can't no. give you the prize, unfortunately. <laughs> Travis is up next. Travis. Travis, what do you think? Oh, geez, that come on quick. Can you hear it again, folks? Tell him he's dreaming. Running down a dream. You got it. Running down a dream. (laughs) Case of Brick Lane Draft coming your way there, Travis. Well done to you. All right. Hey, up next, Titus O'Reilly in studio. It's Malloy, Triple M. Driving you home. This This is Malloy. Returning with more sport. This is Titus O'Reilly. Who joins us back in the studio oh, live, just in time for our last week yeah. ever? First time in like almost a year, must be. Yeah, it Seems has like been it. a while. So thank you for swinging by. Oh, your last week, and it, look, can't come soon enough. Not because of you, Mick. <laughs> a bit worried about your producers. What do you mean? Oh, well, happened? James mm. revealed to me today that his thought all this time I was sixty years old. That's adding I twenty beg your years. Pardon. Oh my god! I beg your pardon. What is wrong with it? How rude! That is incredibly rude. This is the sort of thing your staff are doing. And then Whitney said, "You come," said to me, "Are you coming to the drinks on Friday?" Rooftop, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. coming, and you're going to come for a drink afterwards. And I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "Be a big night." I said, "Yeah, I think so." And she goes, "I got a hotel room." <laughs> oh wow! And I said, "Well, you're I'm you're a lovely lady, Whitney." <laughs> But to pr- proposition like me, Whitney. just Whitney. without any, you kind know, awkward, it? it's 2021, Me Too movement. You can't just do that, Whitney. <laughs> I think it's been a while for Whitney. Yeah. I know. So anyway, she said, um, I said, look, get two keys anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she did say later on, no, I've got it because I'm not going back to the country. That's well, right. Who Tried knows? to explain it away. Too much. I can't keep up with the kids today. Oh, well, they're tough, aren't they? they but are. anyway, anyway, so that's what your staff are up to. Wow. So no, they've really, they've. Push the boat out. But yeah. you are coming Mate. on Friday. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely. Well, I'll, I'll come and see you. My be two favourite things, free and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and the Brick Lane sponsored will be flowing, by a brewery. Which is, it's sponsored by a brewery, which yeah. I happen to have an interest in. <laughs> so, oh, you, you've kept that so subtle. On the... <laughs> Not many people realise it, but I am now, and I've got a pub now. I saw you bought a pub. I bought a pub. Wow. So that this is, is uh, the Railway Hotel in Brunswick in Melbourne. That place will be bankrupt in, in a year. Opened, <laughs> <laughs> opened in February. It's like that great Larson cartoon where there's a guy, there's a Larson cartoon yeah. and there's a guy who owns a donut shop and he's going, I just can't work out where all the profits are going. And behind him there's a really fat guy <laughs> sweeping up. <laughs> I will be... Oh, yeah, guys, Mick's been in again. Where's all our profits going? <laughs> Straight You should work down. the bar. That'd be fun. You walk into the hotel, there's Mickey behind the jump. And I've done it. That's yeah. where I started out. Yeah, Pier Hotel, Frankston. Oh. And where are you going back? That's Circle it. of life. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Thank you for swinging by. Great to have you in live. Great to know you're coming to the last show. What can you tell us about this world of sport this week? What's well, the biggest story well, it was for meant you? To, it was meant to be our last you know, show together because... Today, this happened, or this happened last night in the UK. The triple world champion, this is in snooker. Yeah. And snooker gave us some stuff last week where the, yeah. the professional lost to an amateur. And right. complained about it. And complained, said amateurs shouldn't be allowed in it. So this was triple world champion Mark Williams. He was leading. He's 46 years old. He's known as the Welsh potting machine. <laughs> What a what a nickname! They they really they really put some thought into it. Good nickname for a snooker player or a well-known gigolo. <laughs> I would have thought. Anyway, he was winning. Yeah, and in the middle of his match, while his opponent was up 
having their turn. He sat down. He fell asleep. Fell asleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> and went on to lose. But hang on. He lost because he didn't he, wake up. You know, he woke up a bit later and he said, I woke up and I didn't know where I was. I said, well, fast forward to Saturday morning. And uh, he, that's why the commentators whisper, hi, here he comes, <laughs> left ball, don't wake up, Steve. <laughs> Do you know what he said? He said, uh, uh, they shouldn't play games at night anymore. <laughs> it's snooker. It's snooker, you dick. <laughs> it's a nighttime game. Of course it is. So I've got a picture of him there, and he is, and it's like oh, that yeah. public transport sleep, you know, when yeah. your head's kind of yeah, yeah. falling back and jerking forward. And did he miss a shot or anything, or he just well, he just played badly afterwards? Right. You know, like you know when you wake up after an afternoon yeah, sleep, right. you feel a bit groggy, a bit all over the place. You know, so yeah. he's going, "Oh, I can't play at night anymore." If they could, if we could just, he's forty six years old. He's not eighty six <laughs> no. years old. That's fantastic. It's like when they dart. Remember the darts? Did they try and at one stage say you couldn't drink when you were playing darts? I think it was a right. Yeah. Well, remember we had the darts here in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. There was, wasn't there a massive brawl? And there was a massive... Plastic chairs. They got all the plastic chairs and they realised they didn't bolt them down. <laughs> so so suddenly people worked out, hey, I'm at a darts game, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> and they made huge piles of plastic chairs. That is uh, hilarious. Mm. But ta- taking away alcohol from the darts, that, yeah. was, that, that was like when they banned the fighting from the... From the ice hockey, that's remember right. that, and they said, "Okay, that's yeah. it. We're done. No more fights." Yeah, and then no one went. Lose interest. So that's they it. had to bring it back in and go. Okay, only the first two in can ever. <laughs> it, it, South Australia banned betting on race uh, horse races, no and, the, and this was like in nineteen, right. like eighteen ninety. Right. And overnight, the industry went bust. Of course, it did. <laughs> overnight. That's the whole point of it, you idiots. <laughs> and the yeah. government said we may have misjudged the popularity. Oh. Here. Like, Hang about, Titus. Uh, more after this. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. Titus O'Reilly in studio with us. Who will be joining you, Mickey? Front bar Ashes edition, Channel Seven, this coming Thursday, eight thirty. Now around the nation, uh, yeah. tune in. A ripper last well, week. Done with uh, Serene Botham, but yeah, uh, and like like Ian, Serene, I uh, have not played for Australia either. So you <laughs> so know the similarities. You'll, yeah. you'll be on board, and uh, you'll be doing an archaeological dig of some sort. Mm. I reckon going oh. back into the Ashes past for for some. Yeah, I love the Ashes. It's yeah, the, I do too. It's, it's just the greatest sporting contest in the world. Yeah, it's just it means everything. Our other guest, of course, is Rod Marsh, and. Uh, this guy kept for Lillian Thompson, yep. right? So he had front row seats to probably the greatest show in world sport, in world cricket, yeah. definitely. And there's lots to ask him about. Lots we can talk about here, which we can't talk about on Front Bar because it's sponsored by a beer company. So we're not allowed uh, to unlike talk. Unlike this. <laughs> unlike this. So we can talk about his exploits uh, off the field. He was the precursor to the Booney, wasn't he? I think Booney holds the record for the most... Uh, cans of beer. Cans of beer, but I think it was previously held by Rodney Marsh. Yeah, it was Rod Marsh and then Booney came along. So Sydney to Heathrow right. back in the day. And, so, and it would be fair to say Booney's record, never going to be beat. It's never going to no, be beat. Because now if, I think if you, they're probably banned on the Didn't flight. Didn't he come off the stairs like weekend at Booney he style really? at Heathrow? He got Jeff Lawson wheeled. So David Booney, anyone who doesn't know and most Maybe you're new to the country. Mm. Um, <laughs> David, <laughs> David Boone drank, what was it, 50, 52, I think. 52 or 53 cans, mm-hmm. I can't remember. And so the best bit is he was doing that downstairs on the plane. Yeah, it was right. a double level. Mm. 
And so upstairs, the captain and and the like team manager, all that, are blissfully unaware <laughs> of what's going of on the down, chaos down that is. In the Bronx. <laughs> until and this is just shows you how much better the world was back then. Mm. You yeah. know, like is because yeah, someone was saying to me, "This is this is an airline pilot today." Someone I know flew from Melbourne, Adelaide, mm. and they're coming in and they say. You know, make sure you got your vaccine certificate. Make sure you haven't been in a hot spot. <laughs> um, you know, and then they they ran through, and then they mentioned the new variant. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it was the other day. Yeah, and they go through like it's five minutes of health warnings, yeah, yeah. and then they go, and also there's a flu fruit fly ban. <laughs> it's like you buried the lead there. There's the real. <laughs> but then back then it was completely different because as the pilot started to land the plane, he gets on the mic and says. <laughs> Oh, we're about to come into Heathrow. The weather's whatever, probably raining. Yes. And uh, I just want to congratulate David Boone, who set the new record of fifty-two cans. <laughs> this is the pilot on wow. the PA, and this is how the this yeah. is how the team management all discover. Oh, I love uh, so then it. Jeff Lawson wheels Booney through, through customs. customs. <laughs> Anything <laughs> to declare? Oh, my liver. <laughs> but they, he also bet against Australia once, Rob Rob Marsh. Right. I'm not sure if we'll be bringing this up. I think <laughs> I think we can, but well, it was. It was the Headingley test we talked about with Beefy. Yeah. The one Beefy turned around, and at one stage the Aussies were 500 to one. Mm. I believe Lily and Rod Marsh got on it. Yeah. Okay. And they, eventually, they went to the, there was a wedding tent on at the ground. Yeah. So, so in the break they oh, wandered down, over. and th- their story is they saw the odds 500 just, to one, just for a laugh, and went, and well, oh well, like you know, it's, you know, we, we we don't have to put much on. Mm. They put it on, then it's my mystery collapse. <laughs> it's my understanding that Rod Marsh did not place the bed himself, right? And I think if we get into it, that will be his position <laughs> all right. on the evening. But what a great story. Yeah. Oh, one of the iconic Australians of all time, one of the great Moes in world cricket. Yeah. Well, that era was probably the highlight of facial hair, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I think it was. And yeah. I think Strong. You, know, you needed it from your keepers and your fast bowlers. Yep. I think I'd like to see more facial hair from our fast bowling. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see Pat Cummins. Get, well, so get something going. It's no mistake that Mitch Johnson, mm. you know, well, Johnson bowled well, bowl well with it. And, well, Pat Cummings, I mean, he's got a, like, what a high bar to jump <laughs> to be a good Australian captain. He just has to not end his, his captaincy <laughs> crying in shame, which is not many of us have done that in a job. <laughs> How long before he is blubbing like a baby at a press conference? It's inevitable. Hey, hang around. When we come back, we're going to look, uh, Titus. Uh, if you can hang around, please. Uh, at the great stories of the year. All right. Hey, Friday, our big last show with this guy performing. Here's Paul Kelly. Yes. This is Malloy. Paul Kelly, a band on Friday, going to be the house band for Mick's last show. He's going to play a bunch of songs. Unbelievable. We are truly blessed to have him play for us on Friday. So, yeah, it's going to be absolutely amazing. The great Paul Kelly, as I've mentioned, a national treasure. Malloy. Not a bad get. Oh, it's, Not a bad get. What's wrong? I was a bit disappointed I didn't get asked. Well, you're coming. No, to be the house band. I'll pick a Can you play? I can't. I can't sing or play an instrument. Uh, but you're listening to Tyson O'Reilly, by the way. He's just had a very inappropriate interaction with our producer Whitney. Oh, it's been it's really awkward. Too well, I was the I was the victim. You were the victim. You've been it's really awkward. I was just thrilled it wasn't James that propositioned me. Actually, which I <laughs> I could see that. coming, but uh, yeah. he's well, he's, he likes older men. And you want to use 60, 70, according <laughs> to 60. Titus, you're not even 40, are you? Just 40. Just turned, yeah. But I have lived a hard life. <laughs> so it's He's my aged, own fault. aged you 20 years. <laughs> yes. All our producers see me in my office after the show. 
wherever that is. <laughs> hey, Titus, let's go through some of our favourite stories of the year, please. Well, I got one that we started the year off was, if you might remember, there's a leading trainer in the UK called Gordon Elliott, and he was horse trainer. Yeah, horse trainer. Sorry, and he's. A horse had died on the track, which is not the not, funny. Not bit. amusing in any way. That's not the funny bit. While no. training, and it, it had a heart attack Oof. and it had passed out, uh, died. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing for it. That's very sad. That's very sad. sad. Uh, anyway, he was filmed sitting on it on the mobile phone. Okay. <laughs> and someone, one of his crew took a photo and he's just casually sitting on a dead horse. Oh, was he That's ringing the, the vet or something? No, he say... said he was waiting for the, because you said, you know, it's quite hard to move a dead oh, horse because they're quite big, well, Mick. Heavy. Yeah. You know, you don't, uh, you don't just pick one up. Right. you got to get the tractor out or something. <laughs> anyway, he said, but then he, he, had, he issued an apology and rather than saying I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah. He said it was, um, first he said that it occurred some time ago, which is, I think it was like a month earlier. Yeah. He said, I was standing over the horse waiting help with the removal of the body, in the course of which, to my memory, I received a call and without thinking, I sat down to take it, <laughs> which we've all accidentally done. Well, I mean, it could happen to anyone. <laughs> you know, uh, remember Luke Skywalker, he cut one open and slept inside it for the evening. <laughs> that <laughs> that was Empire Strikes Back. That's he right. hasn't done that. No. <laughs> well, you, if we're setting the bar is this... on fic- fictional sci-fi, <laughs> is, this... <laughs> is now the fictional sci-fi is like now the well, he hasn't tried to conquer the galaxy. No, did Bart right. Cummings ever do this? <laughs> did Bart Cummings ever sit down on a dead horse? Oh, he's too classy. <laughs> he couldn't. He would only sit on a live horse, mm. which is very different. So anyway, he wow. um, look, he, he sort of uh, one of my favourite. My other favourite that yeah. we talked about a bit was cricket. Is looking at replacing traditional willow bats. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. With what was it again? With bamboo. Bamboo. That's right. Remember this story, these stories that get up? Yeah. They go, this was a worldwide story. Mm. There's nothing you... like the sound of leather on bamboo <laughs> on a crisp Sunday morning. <laughs> it's the sound we grew up with. The thing is, you know, you know, there's all these scientists, these scientists that develop a bamboo cricket bat. Yeah. We, we could be out of COVID if they'd devoted their time to that. <laughs> Instead, they're going, hang on. And they said that it's actually, the thing about it is it's a grass. It's not a wood, bamboo. Oh, that's interesting. And I've seen, illegal? I've seen lots of yeah, club cricket on grass before. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's, you got a bat? I've smoked mine. <laughs> I love a bat that can be gnawed on by a panda after every ton. Uh, you get remember, the munchies. You get the, I must, we must ask Ron Marshall about the aluminium bat. Remember, Dennis oh, yeah. Lilly had an aluminium bat. Uh, it was. I should. We should have asked Ian Botham because he, I think, was bowling. All oh, right. Well, he to, he tried it a few times because he did it in a couple of uh, warm up games, and then the best bit about it. And this is where Dennis Lilly is a, mm, mm, a canny mm, operator. Yes. He he did did it. Basically knowing it would be banned. Mm. So eventually got banned, but not before he'd sold he had <laughs> tens sold of thousands of them to kids. I remember we had Greg Chappell on the front bar last year and he said basically his job was childminding for Den- Dennis Lilly. Oh, he no said kidding. as Australian captain, your job was to get Dennis on the field, get him off the field and keep him out of trouble. We'll be wow. talking about that yes. Thursday night. Thank you for your service well this done, year. Oh, it was Titus service. It was my community service. <laughs> and I'll pay you back on Friday yeah. with a few brick lanes. Whitney will see you Friday night. Wow. It's a big, big Friday. It's Malloy. A drive home that's always unpredictable. This is Malloy. It's all thanks to Crown Forklifts, and there's nothing like a Crown Forklift for picking it up.
and putting it down. All rise, come on, Dave. There is nothing like a crown for picking it up and putting it down. There I'm it starting is. starting to tear up a bit because I know. Oh, it's only three more days. We're staring down the finish. With the great team down at Crown. Don't like you know, though, and this is what they're like, yeah. even though they won't be formally sponsoring us anymore, no. and I won't even be at the station, they'll still no. ring me up to see how I'm going. That's right. Because that's what they do. That's, that, that's they follow the love up. they have. Yeah. Uh, once, once the business is done, yeah. uh, don't think they'll be out of your life. Mate, you'll be at Jimmy's having something to eat and tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. Hi. It's, it's Crown. It's, it's Neville <laughs> from Crown. Just wanted to know you're still okay. Is yeah. We can get for you. Can I buy a drink? Can we buy you a drink? Can we make you more comfortable? That's can we, right. We'll call you again in a month because we'll be that's what touch. they do. Oh, mate. It's borderline harassment. It is, but in uh, the best possible way. Because they, the job is not done nah. when uh, the business is done. They like to know yeah. that you're in good nick. They're in good nick. That the crown forklifts are doing the job they're designed to do. They provide the right solution for every person, every Tell business, every application, every industry, and for any budget as well. So all bases covered with Crown. Uh, big hello to the team down at Crown. Uh, wonder what they're doing down there. Oh yeah, they'd be making phone calls probably. Day on the phone, yeah. talking it up. How's it going? How's it looking? Talking forklifts, looking at big posters there. of forklifts <laughs> on the wall. Maybe driving around. Probably. Maybe the counterbalance forklift, or the LPG, the petrol. It's all there. Well, they're all there. Hey, uh, why don't we speak to Stu? He's got a song suggestion for us, which is fantastic. So he's going to uh, come up with a song for our playlist. Is that right, Stu? That's correct. What what are you thinking? What do you got? If you're going to be picking stuff up, how about Backstreet Pickup by the Angels? Backstreet Pickup. I'm on it, Doc. (laughs) I've got it, Doc. One step ahead of you, Doug. Yeah, baby. How good. Bit of home pick up the Angels. Well done, Crown. There is nothing like a crown for picking it up and putting it Hey, down. by the way, if you've got a song for Crown, why don't you give us a call? 13353. It's Malloy on Triple M. Driving you home. This is Malloy. Done for the day. Been a great show today. Who's uh, on tomorrow, David? Oh, tomorrow, we're going to be joined in studio by Charlie Pickering, which Charlie. will be fantastic. Yeah, Charlie, you know him from ABC TV. He's a very funny, very oh, the smart. Weekly. And, and the, the yearly. Oh, the, yes. We love Charlie. He's Pickering. the best. And who else? Oh, and Lemo. Sorry, beg your pardon. I'm sorry. Who's I Lemo? Um, uh, Anthony Lehman. Has he been on the show? Yeah, Lemo. He's oh, you mean South Australian. Lemo! <laughs> that guy. Lemo and Charlie Pickering. Great. Double banger hey, tomorrow. by the way, what? what about the podcast? You never mentioned my podcast. Oh, Malloy podcasting. I was about to say that. So uh, Titus O'Reilly was on earlier. We had Kitty Flanagan as well. Why don't you catch up with the podcast if you've just missed the show? Well worth another listen. Yeah, Get that in your ears. Is there anything else to listen to? And episode oh, 52 of Dave's okay. Corner. Which yes. we've got one of our team members on the ropes pretty early on oh, the yeah. uh, podcast. Wow. There's got to be an HR inquiry it's on this spicy. one. <laughs> anyway, catch that. We'll catch you tomorrow to drive you home again with Malloy. This has been the Malloy Drive Show podcast, and there's nothing like a crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. They're never far away from where you are in cities, suburbs, and country towns across Australia with guaranteed reliability and superior quality. Check them out at crown.com or call 131 604.